With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's 10 p.m. Hi, Sit up, kick back, it's that time again. Hosts and co-hosts by far. Holly touching them, Xavi and Carla. I'm not low so, but you be killing them. Anyone disagreeing, I'm posting them. This ain't that fake copycat show, it's the chosen one. A blog talk radio just for fun. Get the scoop on entertainment, life, music, love. Thoroughly keep you informed of who on the run. Who got caught with a gun, who career is done. JB do the sports report so you know who won. Maybe have relationship advice and just talk about who's Night, but you gotta be here 10 p.m. on Friday night. Blog Talk Radio, Ice Cream Conversation. Welcome to Ice Cream Conversations. I am your host, Xaviera, and I'm joined by my lovely co host, Carla. Happy Ice Cream Conversation Friday. Happy ICC Friday to you, too, boo. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Thank you all for joining us. Our chat room is now open. You're welcome to be a part of the show by calling 858-357-9117 or texting us at 678-379-3441. You also have the option of tweeting us or just leaving your comments on our Facebook page. Tonight, oh yeah, tonight, we are honored and excited to have a very special guest whose voice has been the cornerstone of some of the hottest hip-hop songs you've ever heard. And he's here to talk about his forthcoming solo album. I'm so excited, Carla. I'm so excited. So you know I am. Girl, yes, yes. So let's get into some music because, you know, we always like to jump it off. And then we will be back to talk with and introduce our new guest. But before we get started, Carla... How was your Valentine's Day? Girl, my Valentine's Day was great. It was awesome. Carlos uh, cooked for me, and we had a we had a romantic night. Girl, it's not. Uh, I can't really say it over the radio, you know, get into details. But it was <laughs> it was excellent. It was excellent. It was, it was really awesome. How was yours? It was good. It was good. You know, anytime I'm able to pimp that back rub. I consider that a success. Oh, yeah. An absolute success. But, no, it was very romantical and, you know, all Aww. like that and everything. So I really enjoyed myself, and it was nice, you know, didn't do too much. We still plan to go out and maybe get some dinner or something like that this weekend, okay. you know, to kind of 
celebrate because you know, I hate to go out on Valentine's weekend because by the time you eat, you're, you're damn near famine, about to fall out and die. So we'll just do it this weekend, but I just had to um, ask about that because, you know, last week's show was off the hook with our little romantical um, advice for everyone. Yes, girl. That's why we can't. That's why I can't talk about mine. All I'm saying is if you missed our tips from last week on how to get your Valentine's popping, you may want to go back in the archives. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Or maybe a birthday or something. You might want to get on that. Shoot, birthday, bar mitzvahs, Christmas, Hanukkah, <laughs> Easter Sunday, whatever. I don't what? know, whatever room we're calling from. <laughs> okay, let's jump into some music and come back with our special guest.
Okay, we are back. Carla, did you yes. see the, you, well, you know, NBA All-Star Weekend started this weekend. Of course you know because you're the sports fanatic in this crew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see the celebrity basketball game? Actually, I didn't catch that. I was uh, doing some things around the house, but no. Okay. Why, did you so watch it? Yeah, I need to talk to you about that right quick. Um, a few things. Justin Bieber. I am so convinced that Justin Bieber is wearing a quick weave. You know what a quick weave is, don't you? Yes, Bob. Okay, so for everyone who does not know what a quick weave is, basically it's when the the hairstyle is is pre-planned <laughs> and it's glued to a stocking cap. All you have to do is just pull the stocking cap over your corn rolls or however you have your hair underneath, and basically your hair is done. Right? Yeah, but is that how it works? Yeah, I think so. Or you know, you can ask me. Well, I've never had a weave, so I'm just going by what I have been told. Yeah, me too. That's why I said I can't really verify it. But can I ask you something? Please tell me. Did he get MVP? Yes, he did, girl. Bye. I I just figured that out. It's rigged. Figure that. You know it's rigged. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He could have sat on the bench the entire game, and he still would have got MVP. Yeah, is it M M? Did I say MVP? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I said MVP. Like MVP. <laughs> I said N. That's, that's exactly why I will never be a sports commentator. You are. You are. It's not true. Sports ain't your thing. It ain't your thing. It is. Now you know I like basketball though. Football, oh. I'm I'm no good. But um, anyway, Justin, girl, mm-hmm. why was he whipping his hair back and forth every couple minutes? Like, literally, oh, he has this thing he does where he, like, whips his hair real quick to the left. Yes, yes, yes. bangs girl, I can't. I can't help but to, like, see now. Before it was like, all right, I'm so tired of hearing this Justin Bieber. Girl, now it's almost, I catch myself, like, looking at him, listening to him, like, let me just see. You know, he's a cute little boy and all. Okay, now, I can't front on Justin now. He got a tight little lineup in the back. Whoever cut his hair in the back, he got a mean (laughs) lineup in the back. Nice. Yeah, was but nice. okay, so a few other people that I noticed that were in the game, um, mm-hmm. Common, Master P's little boy. Let me find out. Oh, you so talking about uh, Yeah, he actually played college ball for a, for a short period of time, I think. That's what I was told. He can mm-hmm. ball, like real yeah. talk can ball. 
You know Master P could. Girl, no. Negative. I saw Master no, P that he time could. he tried to play for Charlotte. Master P was <laughs> Yeah, but that was with you, you know, right? Yeah. No. I, I retract what I said. If you remember Master P trying out for Charlotte, you sports is your thing. I take with well, back what I said earlier. When he was out there in those no limit sneakers, just ain't yes. it under the basket. Yes. I, was so, <laughs> I was so mad I wanted my ticket money back. Like what? Oh my god, okay. that was so funny. Yes, girl. Okay, all right. So let's let's go ahead and we'll come back we'll come back to that because I have some more I want to talk about that. But let's just go ahead and get into um our special guest. We are honored and excited to have a very special guest whose voice is just Everything. Yes. Everything. You may know him for his vocals on Kanye West, We Major, All of the Lights, which we just played, and now he's preparing to share his gift, his wonderful gift, which is his voice, with the world with his solo album, The King or the Fool. So, all my ice cream conversationers, if you could please help me welcome to the show the world famous. Tony Williams! Yay! <laughs> oh, wow, I'm digging the clap track. What's up, y'all? Hey, up, hey. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> huh? I said, how you doing? <laughs> Man, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing fine now, especially since I'm on y'all show. Well, Aww. thank you. We are so honored to have you here, and right. we're just excited. Well, you already know that. We're very excited to have you here. I want to give our listeners the opportunity to get to know you better, get to know the man behind the voice, get up and close and personal with you, as personal as you will let me go. <laughs> I don't you know, want to get personal. Not too personal, though. Okay. All right. First thing I want to know, when did your relationship with music begin? Did you sing My in the church? with music? Yet? Yes. That's what I was about to say. First of all, I'm black and I'm from the South, so obviously from church. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I just kind of grew up. It, it was a real, it was always music in the house. It's kind of a musical family. Everybody, like, played at church from, from, like, my grandmother to my mom to, like, all my aunts. They were all, like, church musicians. And even my dad, you know, sang. Uh, my dad is, my dad is, uh, yeah, it was, like, the first, like, Influence actually, right? Um, so um, yeah, we just kind of grew up with it, and you know, just it was church. You know, black people growing up in the south—that's what you do. It's like church, exactly. <laughs> so that's where yeah, so that's where it came from. Wow. Now, now you said that you come from a family of musicians. Have, do you play any instruments, or have you ever played instruments? Oh, of course. Yeah, my first instrument was actually a horn. It was actually saxophone when I was like eight years old because my mom and my dad actually, well, when they were much younger, they never pursued it professionally, but, yeah, they were um, saxophone players. So that was, mm. you know, obviously the first, my first instrument. Um, right. Uh, so, you know, yeah, there's a you play, you know, I um, actually use piano and guitar as writing instruments. I'm not all that proficient at all of them, but, at any of them, but, yeah, I do play instruments. <laughs> Hey, you got an ear, right? Oh, now, sure. this, this is something that I always like to ask people. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote or sang publicly? Uh, of course. What was it? <laughs> no, that's a two-part question. Did I wrote or sang? Okay, well, let's well, answer both. 
Which one do you? What's the first song you ever wrote? It was a song called Melody, and I it's never been recorded. I, I performed the song with one of my first bands that I had many, many, many years ago. Okay. Uh, but I still, uh, I probably couldn't sit down at the piano and play it. I could probably still sing a verse and a chorus, but please don't ask me to do it. <laughs> but yeah, I do, I do remember it. <laughs> I do remember it, though. Oh, now what's the first song you ever sang publicly? The first song? It would have mm-hmm. been... You mean outside of singing in the kids' corporate church? That counts as well. See, my first solo was a song called As You Go Tell the World, and that was my first solo at church. And when I tell you my family wow. tore that church down when I sang that little song, one verse, <laughs> all I sang was As You Go Tell the World, and my grandma was shouting her heart, and she shouted her her little hat to the side. I was like, go on, grandma. <laughs> you had to knock computers over, huh? <laughs> Man, I can't say I can remember the song that I sang. I do mm-hmm. remember I was probably nine or ten, probably singing in church, wow. but I do I can't remember the names of the songs though. Okay. Now you did you already mentioned that um your father was a big musical influence on you. Who were some of the other artists that influenced you musically growing up and even now? Even now? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have to start naming artists. And, and groups, and then I will kind of date myself and, and oh. show my age. You don't want to say the staple singers, huh? <laughs> exactly. Jackson. No, but Woo. no, I'm kidding. Who? Mahalia Jackson. <laughs> Mahalia Jackson. Whoa! Uh, I'm gonna date myself like that. But no, you know, you'd be surprised. It's always funny people talk about like the very famous influences. But it's just funny how so many people sound like one of their uncles. Uh, it's actually like the father or uncle or somebody in the aunt or somebody like in the family, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And you never hear about those type of influences. But, you know, people that know me are kind of like, man, you sound like your father, you know. Wow. But, but no, there were, there were you know, and that's, that's, that's funny because people never mention those influences. But, yeah, there were people in my family, there were people that were in very close proximity to me that did definitely shaped who I am as an artist to a degree. But, but yeah, there were some very strong, uh, you know, radio influences. Um, coming in, growing up, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma, so, of course, I was like a big Gap Band thing. Uh, you know, yeah. they were a big influence. As a matter of fact, you know, um, my aunt, my, I had relatives and they grew up in Tulsa. My aunt had a big... Uh, community youth choir and uh, mm-hmm. the, the Wilson brothers actually played in the choir. So from a young age, you know, I was wow. very much in in close proximity. See, and there you go. You got me telling the story, and now I'm really dating myself. But yeah, I was in very <laughs> close, close proximity to like the Wilson brothers, and like in the right. band, like growing up. So they were very strong influence. But that was, you know, that's going to be true of anybody that grew up in Oklahoma anywhere. You know, there was playing uh, funk or soul music. That, you know, that would have mm-hmm. been a strong influence. But then, of course, there was Stevie Wonder, and even further okay. back, I was a big. Uh, you know, I, I was, you know, I was a young kid listening to like very old souls and like going mm-hmm. through my parents' music collection. So I was digging through Otis Redding and things yeah. like that. But then there were, you know, Shaka Khan was a big influence, and uh, oh, yeah. you know, the Far Cave. You know, this, I'm digging through my parents' records. These weren't my personal records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. uh <laughs> uh-huh, I hear you, Tony. Uh huh. You know, you so, and the yeah, Barclays I, used to play on the playground together. Quit playing, I'm kidding. Exactly. No, but, but you I, know, I grew up on like 
No, but you know, just listening to you talk, it's almost like you had no choice but to be a musician because you have music embedded in your DNA from from growing up. So, you know, it's just embedded in you. You have no other option at this point. And I love that because it's it's part of who you are. Yeah, well, it's kind of interesting in that of my family, it was like, um, you know, I think, and I probably have, uh, I wonder if any of them are listening, but like even my, you know, close, like my cousins, it's like I was probably the last person that anyone would have assumed would have pursued it professionally. Yeah, um, yeah I was probably the least talented uh, as most of my cousins, and uh when well, actually I started to pursue it, it like took everybody by surprise. <laughs> it was like, okay, right? Yep. I'm I'm yeah, sitting here so, in shock at at you saying you're the least talented. That I'm I'm shocked at that. Like what? Oh yeah, me myself and my other uh, very famous cousin who was probably even least than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we kind of shocked everybody. Wow. Okay, now we established that you are. Singer, but you're also a songwriter, and a lot of people may not know that. When you write, where yeah. do you draw your inspiration from? Well, that's very interesting because I don't necessarily be, I don't really draw inspiration all the time. I'm okay. actually, because I'm, outside of being a songwriter, I am a writer. I was actually a journalism student in college at, at first. Oh, so I always had an interest in writing. Yeah, yeah. So I just enjoy writing, period. I'm just very. Uh, Literary, uh, so um, so my I, I think I have a style of writing, and, and one of the things that I'm very excited about showcasing with with the release of my upcoming album, King of the Fool, mm-hmm. is my writing style is that I'm a, actually a storyteller. Yep, um, I can see that. And mm-hmm. so, being a storyteller, um, you know, I always tell a story, but I don't necessarily tell. A story. So I think that I've pretty much just mastered the craft of telling stories. You know, because I think everybody wants to hear a story. That's why we go to the barbershop and to the salon because we, you know, mm-hmm. we know that the person's gonna be there. They can tell the good story. Oh yeah. You know? So to tell a story, I'm not necessarily uh, drawing on inspiration. It's just like, what can I create? This out of the, you know, that I can create out of, out of my mind. Just you know, and then when you're just creating something out of your mind, your stories become limitless. And they don't necessarily depend on inspiration. So mm. uh, I'm learning from you now. It, it doesn't necessarily always draw on inspiration. I think I just enjoy telling stories. Uh, that's one of the things. Even as a little kid, I can remember, you know, even you know, being six or seven years old, just before I went to bed, just loving to hear like a bedtime story. I've always mm-hmm. just really been, been intrigued. I've been into the art of storytelling. So that's that's my style of writing. Right. See, I just learned something from you because I'm more of an inspirational writer, and I think that's where a lot of my writer's block come from. <laughs> so yeah, I may, just, I may yeah, I just like to see what I can come out of my in my imagination. It's just about imagination for mm-hmm. me. I'm going to try that. Now, you did mention that you have another cousin who um, mm-hmm. pursued a musical career as well. We're hoping that it kind of takes off for him. You know, he's <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> The first time I heard your voice was on Kanye West on the College Dropout album. How did, mm-hmm. outside of him being your cousin, how did you end up coming to get on his album and, and start working with him? And just give us some more background on that because some people may not know that you're, you're actually cousins. Oh, okay. 
Well, um, yeah, well, you would have thought that it would have kind of been a no-brainer uh, <laughs> that I would have been on the album, but it actually uh-huh. did just kind of happen by by happenstance. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually a few, uh, just a few <laughs> years older than him. So, right. Uh, but, you know, I had actually been perfu- pursuing music uh, professionally long long before, you know, he came into it, although not on the same level that he right. came on the scene is, you know, I've been playing and, uh, you know, working, you know, with my own band. And so, uh, you know, he was very much aware of my, you know, uh, abilities, mm-hmm. uh, of course. And we had actually recorded together, uh, he had uh, heard uh, some 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 music that I had done with one of my bands, uh, and thought it might be a, a challenge for him to produce like a live type band. Uh, and he had actually uh, been an admirer of my songwriting abilities. So uh, one one time, uh, uh, he had actually just gotten signed signed to a Def Jam, I want to say, and uh, okay. he sent for me, and we, we went out, and uh, actually he, he had a a studio set up. The studio was actually set up in his hotel room at the W, of course. Uh, in fact, uh, just about half of Def Jam label, I remember, was on a certain floor, uh, mm-hmm. and they all had studios set up in the room, and we actually produced one of my songs. Uh, it was pretty much just to, just to see what we could come up with it, and we never really did anything with the song, but right. it gave us uh, an opportunity to work together. And so then later on, when the, it was time for the for him to record College Dropout, of course, um, of course I asked to, to you know if I could just if I could just sing a line on the album, you know, yeah, like some kind of way. Hook him, brother. Can you, yeah, yeah. Can you just let, let, let me just hit a harmony or something, you know? Let me get one track. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. And, and it was interesting because he he actually I was really shocked because he was like um, he was like uh, well I I have I, I got somebody that's singing on the album that you know I'm I'm working on introducing him and he's gonna be doing all the singing on the album so he's basically telling me no right like, oh wow he's my, my cousin he's like not gonna let me sing on his album and he was like no man I got this other dude that I'm working with his name is John Legend. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, and wow. so I was like, oh, okay, so it's going to be like that, huh? Like you're going to so do your fans like that, though? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So so, uh, um, so actually it happened on a, I picked him up from the airport. It's kind of a tradition every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I, I'd meet him in, in, in Oklahoma City, which is our, our where our roots are. Right. And it'd always be my assignment to go pick him up from the airport, and we kind of had a tradition that on the way to the house from the airport, we um, exchange um, what we had been working on up until that oh, cool. you know, point. He play a song, I play a song. He play a song, I play a song. We did that for years. That's you know that's how that's that was what mm-hmm. we do on the way from the airport. And he started playing some of the songs from the album. In fact, the the album was only two two weeks away from. Uh, being completed from the deadline that it needs to be turned in. Uh, and he started playing the song Spaceship. And I just started just kind of like, you know, riffing over the track. Right. Stopped and re- he started over. He said, do that again. See? He's like, man, that's, what I been, that's the sound I've been wanting on this song. He said, I tell you what, I'm going to bring you to L.A. next week, and I want you to do that. Uh, I was like, okay, cool, no problem. So it was like... Uh, 
Right, it must have been right around New Year's, or, or close to right before New Year's, or right after New Year's. Right. Uh, and I was in L.A. and um, we recorded. I, I laid uh, my part on Spaceship, and then he just kept going through songs. Well, let's try this. Let's try this. And, and before the week was over, I was on like I think maybe five songs with College Dropout. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's how it happened. It was just mm-hmm. all accident. Good. Get your get your on the shot. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) But I think that that story is so awesome because it also gives us some some insight into the process, sometimes how you just have to go in and just, you know what, I'm just about to hum over this McDonald's track right here. (laughs) (laughs) By any means necessary. By any means, and, and I didn't have any intent. This is kind of a natural thing to do. I think people say that all the time. They're like, "Man, you sing all the time," and I don't even notice that I'm singing. You know, it's just kind of what I do. And so I don't, I don't think I had any intent. Uh, I was just riffing on the track. It just felt good, you know. Oh. So yeah. Anyway, the rest is history. That is an awesome story, Tony. Yeah. Now I know that you've toured all over singing up for Kanye because I even saw you um, when you all came through Atlanta for, um, I think it was, man, one of the the tours I missed because I was pregnant and I was scared to go into labor at the concert. But the one before that at Phillips Arena, I was there. And um, I remember telling my husband, I was like, right in sing. I was like, yo, he can sing because I pay attention to, okay, I'll pay attention to the star up front, but I people don't realize how important and how how big of a role backup singers play. Mm-hmm. If your backup singers are singing off key, then you might as well just thank yourself, <clears throat> Rihanna. So, you know, I'm uh-oh, thinking. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. Uh-oh. Let me back up. Let me back up. So, to say that, <laughs> You have toured all over the world, thus the world-famous Tony Williams. What is the craziest thing you've ever seen or experienced while touring? Craziest? Craziest. Like a fan or just something outrageous or just anything? Well, I don't know. Uh, You know, I I, I actually get that question frequently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I... we don't really have a lot of crazy ex- experiences. If actually, we're actually kind of boring. So, like, people like when you get backstage, and uh, when if someone happens to get backstage, um, like before or after the show, they'll come in and find it thirteen people sitting around with laptop with with Mac computers in their laps working. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you know because Kanye actually. He doesn't stop. You, you know, you, you mm-hmm. wonder how he accomplishes so many things that he does is because he works 24-7. So it kind of rubs off a lot. So, you know, that's what we do is, you know, even while we're on the road, we're constantly right. working and focused on what we're doing. So we don't have uh, a lot of without, you know, a lot of wild stories. I, I, I guess when people say for the, the crazy right. Right. Uh, experience, mm-hmm. they're looking for, like, something really wild, like some real rock star type stories, but we don't really have a lot of them because we're actually uh, relatively, we're relatively boring, actually. But I have a saying when you say, you know, when I think about touring and touring around the world, and I have a saying that says uh, the best experience in the world is experiencing the world. 
It so, is. So when you say the craziest thing, it's just my experiences in the world. I mean, having yeah. I mean, performed on every continent, uh, you know, I've been through the walk through the favelas of of the of Brazil, you know, and, wow. and through the slums of not the shanty towns of uh, you know Lagos, Nigeria, or uh, Johannesburg. You know, to walking down the street, the neighborhood that uh, Nelson Mandela and you know uh, Desmond Tutu lived in, and right. so it's about when, when I when I travel, it's about me getting an education, mm-hmm. uh, you know, about the universe, about the world, and uh, absorbing culture and things. Yeah. So that being said, you know, having having the opportunity has really been a blessing to me, and that's that's the you know the craziest thing when I think about yeah. the places that I've experience that's that's what's crazy to me it's mind-blowing considered a blessing Mm -hmm. it's mind-blowing i went to sweden once i did a small little tour over there and every day when i just came outside where were you i went to sweden where were you gothenburg oh that's one of my where Mm -hmm. gothenburg sweden gothenburg stockholm okay i'm not familiar with that but i love stockholm sweden so Yep, I did. Um, I was in Gothenburg, and I think we went to Stockholm oh, one day. Oh, you know what? Day. I have been to Gothenburg. I have been there. Okay. Yep. Very nice place. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was just like when you step outside and you look up in the sky, you're like, yo, a little chick from Jersey is standing up in Sweden. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you mean about just that taking it all in and just the thrill of the experience of being there. So speaking of yeah. a thrill... How do you feel like you are getting ready to step out as a solo artist sharing your gift with the world? How does that feel to the world-famous Tony Williams? Well, it's it's a very interesting uh, experience because I never really had expectations of getting that far. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even early on in my career, you know, you, of course, I don't know if any artist really thinks that it can be a reality when just starting out and so in the beginning it was just it was enough for me to you know do a recording and then have it in my car like when my friends got in the car and like trip them out and they'd be like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's me you know that's and me, that was right? like enough for me and that's me yeah to be able to ride in my car with listening to me mm-hmm. you know but uh but then on the other hand uh whenever you have a craft that you work at mastering you know, I think every artist at the end wants to, in the end, wants to be appreciated and recognized for it, especially if they they put, you know, their heart and soul into to mastering the craft. Right. Um, so I'm excited about it, uh, you know, even every day when I'm complimented on, you know, things mm-hmm. that I've done to this point in the industry, it still really hasn't sunk in of the magnitude of my contribution to music, and it still even blows my mind when somebody either, you know, hits me on with an email saying, you know, I'm really a fan, and, you know, yep. you just your music did affected me this way. I mean, it's still mind-boggling to me. So mm-hmm. that being said, you know, I'm just really excited that, you know, that I have a fan base that, uh, you know, has embraced my artistry mm-hmm. the way that it has, and that, uh, you know, I'm excited about uh uh, expanding my fan base and, and you know sharing my my craft with with the rest of the world and just you know it's, it's exciting. It is, and I'm excited about your first single, "Everything About You." I want to go ahead and play that for the listeners, and then I want to come back and talk about that a little bit, as well as okay. getting into the rest of the album. See how much you'll divulge to us. So let's go ahead okay. and jump into this "Everything About You." 
Tony, you got a winner right yeah. there. For a yeah, I'm, is that a winner? I'm feeling that. I was in here doing a little wine. Huh? What do you think, Carla? I said I really like that. I'm loving that. Like that? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so y'all keep y'all keep playing now, right? Oh yeah, we got you. We gonna yes. hold it. What's the game? What's the game? Oh, down we, down we to, definitely uh, gonna hold it. Break it. Oh yes. Break it. Break it. <laughs> yes. Negative. Negative. <laughs> all right, all right. That's unbreakable. All right. That's unbreakable. That's that is it. a very beautiful song. Very. very I think so. Song. Thank you. Thanks. Very beautiful. And the, there is also a video um, for the song. It's available on um, YouTube. You can see it on YouTube. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sir? Yes. Can you say something? No, I was just agreeing oh, with you. Okay. Definitely go oh. to YouTube and check the video out right now, yes. now, as soon as this show is over. Yes, after <laughs> the show is over. Then you can go after to YouTube. After the show is over, go to YouTube. The world-famous Tony Williams, Everything About You, the director's Yes. Cut. And after you check out the video, make sure you subscribe to his uh, YouTube channel like I did. That way, anytime he updates or adds any new videos, you automatically get them, and you'll be the first person in the know. So that's what I did. I'm saying you could be like me. And, and, and the song is available on iTunes right now. Yes, because that's where I picked it up. Now, the album is called King or the Fool. What's the meaning behind Correct. the title? Well, it's actually a few different meanings, uh, and if you heard my mixtape that came out last March called... Finding Dakota Gray. The world-famous Tony Williams, Finding Dakota Gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we didn't plug my mixtape from last March. I was going to get there. You was going to get there? Ah, you, your can you let a sister work? Let a sister <laughs> work. <laughs> okay, but on my mixtape, the world-famous Tony Williams signing Dakota Gray, the, the song was on there. And if you've heard the song, you kind of know what the, the meaning of the of the title is. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but um, it's kind of about, well, if you haven't, uh, King of the Fool is about dichotomies. And I happen to be born in June. That makes me a Gemini. So, you know, they say we got two sides, and I call those mm-hmm. the two sides. Crazy so, so I'm gonna take you on an adventure through the album. So that's basically where the title comes from. All right. Okay. You know, every right. you know every guy has two sides, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gemini or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called. Yeah, Listen to the song. In fact, don't you have the song? You gonna play the song? Oh, you know I'm gonna play the song. I am gonna play the song. Okay. The song well, I, know. I got you, Tony. <laughs> I got you. All right. Okay, um, Tony, um, what can fans expect from your album, and are there any guest appearances? There are some guest appearances. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things. I'm still waiting on a couple of them. Um, and other than that, the album is pretty much done. We're just waiting to get a couple of a couple of the features with that we're about to put on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the obvious feature that you would think, yeah, it's on there. So that's all I'll say about features But what should people expect You know one of the things that I, I, I take great pride about The, the, uh, the body of work uh, For me Is that uh, Well first of all there's 15 songs on the album mm. And Every song is different So you just heard everything about you And if you think that mm-hmm. you know the album you don't 
No, uh, you don't. So that's what you should you should uh, expect the unexpected. Uh, and so that's what that's what makes a great album to me is like you, you know if you can listen to 15 songs and you haven't gotten bored if each song Absolutely. presents a, a new experience uh, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned for my for my 15 dollars you know that's what I that's what I'm gonna need so that's what I think that's what I try to give the fans with this album it's it's an experience it's like a, going to an amusement park you know like every ride is different and that's the way each song is all 15 of them so. So it, it, in no way is everything about you a total representation of the album King of the Fools. So, you know, right. if you like that one, you know, you're going to get 14 more totally different but of the same, uh, you know, level of excitement, if you will. Well, Tony, I have some news for you. Lori Ann in the sure. chat room said she loves everything about you, and she just added it to her wedding song list. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a compliment. Where's Lorianne at? Because I will come sing at a wedding. Listen, Lorianne, you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> she's in. I think she's in North Carolina. I'm going to need her to go ahead and confirm that for me. Don't play, Lorianne. We have him on tape saying that he will sing at your wedding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and get into um, this King or the Fool. And so you can get another taste of the flavor that the world-famous Tony Williams is bringing to the streets.
Yeah, we are back with our special guest this evening, the world-famous Tony Williams. We just played his jam, King or the Fool. I love that, Tony. So, well, so. You can find it, at, find it at the world-famous worldfamoustonywilliams.bandcamp.com. I'm mixtape free download, the world-famous Tony Williams Finding Dakota Gray. And after the show, I will get all the links you need to find Tony, everything from his Twitter yeah. to his Facebook. I will have you, you completely connected. I will have you connected. Anything you need, because right. I know you're too busy dancing to his music to remember all this right now, so I'm going to take care of you. Right. That's right. Right. Okay, so now King or the Fool is going to be an independent release. Why did you choose right. to release the album independently rather than going with a major oh, label? Wow. Mm-hmm. Why did I choose to release it independently? Uh, well, I guess I want to see if your answer is the same as mine. <laughs> it outweighed all my options. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, it kind of outweighed all my options in that I needed the right deal. Mm-hmm. In that, I don't know, it's just kind of a, 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 a byproduct of the times and the industry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... And and so I was very, uh, you know, this album is kind of like my baby. And, you know, I'm a different kind of artist. And over the it's been so long that, you know, A&Rs and labels have been, because I'm kind of an all-over-the-place kind of guy. I don't fit mm-hmm. into anybody's box, you know. Yep. You know, they went, well, am I neo-soul? Or, no, I'm not anywhere near close to neo-soul. That box is a little no. bit too small to hold the world-famous yep. Tony Williams. So I, I don't really that. fit any, any mm-hmm. you know, boxes. So I didn't want to deal with having to conform to who somebody thought I was. And I was really, you know, I was really adamant about this project being presented the way I wanted to present it. Right. Uh, so that being said, the options that were presented to me, uh, you know, for me to just have total control actually outweighed mm-hmm. those options, you know, of, you know. That's now, it's, that's why. It's, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, the album is your baby. And, and when you when you are a creator of music, your music is your baby. So when you have to make a decision, it's like, am I going to drop the child off at daycare or have a nanny or can I raise the child exactly. myself? So, exactly you know. Right. A good parent will always want to raise that child themselves if they're Very capable of doing it. Oh, well, you know, Very I come up analogy. with the hot every so often. You know. <laughs> but, you know, now, maybe, maybe it'll pay, hopefully it'll pave the way for, you know, I think, you know, once you are an artist that has that type of clout, you know, for mm-hmm. instance, like a Kanye can basically go in the studio on, on the budget and, Come out with what the hell he wants to come out with, you know. Just like, okay, this is what, you know, this is what I've given you, and this is what you're gonna take, you know. Yeah. But until, you know, so hopefully that, you know, we'll get people that embrace the album and you know the artistry and accept me for who the artist that I am, and it'll it'll catch on, and somebody will want to get behind it, uh, either maybe get behind this particular project at a, uh, later on down the line or, right. you know, want to get jump on the train at, at the next stop, you know. So, That's you know, right. we'll see what transpires. Now, have you set a release date yet? Yes, but uh, well, it's actually scheduled for March. Uh, okay. But since, you I know, know. Uh, it's supposed to be a mid-March release, but 
Sin City is independent. We won. We're still working some kinks out. We want everything to be right, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know, like we just said, we're we're in control of it. So I got you. you. Know, hopefully, we can make that release. And, but and see, no promises. that's one of the perks of being independent as well. That you don't have someone in your back saying. You have this date, you have this date, and you have to throw out something that you're not completely happy with or comfortable with. Right. So that's another um, plus of being an independent artist. So I so we'll have... it's going to be released when it's released. Yes, when it is released. And, you know, I will when let you all know when it's released because we are going to keep... Grandma would say, we'll keep Tony cradled in our arms. And we'll just keep up with right. him and, and continue to pray <laughs> for him and keep him. <laughs> there you go. Man. We need that. Yeah, continue to uplift him in prayer. Okay, Tony, we have a caller, so let's go ahead and take a caller because she's been holding for quite a bit to talk to you. Hold on. Oh, wow. I don't know. We t- I didn't know y'all took callers on the show. Let's go. What you talking about, homie? Let's go to line 1715. Welcome to Ice Cream Conversations. Hi, Xaviera, Carla, and world famous Tony. Hey, Chandra. Hey. How are you? Good. This is. um. The not so world famous Chandra, but still working to change the world. So, <laughs> yeah, what's up, Chandra? How are you? I'm well. I like you already. Okay, thank you. I like you too. And um, I really, first of all, I appreciate you, Xavier, and Carla for bringing great people and great artists to the forefront. Who, um you know, we might not have known so much before about. So, Tony, I really appreciate you. You seem on the radio show like such a beautiful, humble, spiritual person, like you really have um, been blessed with a lot of insight about the music industry. So um, I really um, applaud you for being able to, you know, maintain such balance in such, you know, such an industry. So I love that. But um, I also want to know, like, how hard – I know you're an independent artist. Xavier asked such great questions. Well, but I wanted you. to know, yeah, how hard is it for you to um, maintain your integrity as an as an artist and um, mm-hmm. stay so connected to your artistry and what who you are? Because um, you said that you don't really fit into the box. So how much is – how how do you balance the business of it? Or it sounds like you're you're more, very very engulfed in the the artistry of what you do. How do you maintain that level of integrity? Man, um, I, I hope I, I'm, I hope I'm answering your question correctly. Um, but I've kind of it's kind of been a matter of over the years of. Uh, and and having the benefit of of working with producers uh um on the level of uh, say like a Kanye West or you know the producers that I work on uh, with on on those particular projects and I've I've learned how to uh, formulate a style uh which is a marry my my style with uh the commercial side of it and, and understanding how to take my my artistry in it in all of its rawness, um, but it's just about understanding those elements um, that are key or pertinent to producing a commercially viable project product. Um, 
Okay, so it's those certain things that 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 have to be there to make it very make it commercially viable, but still mm-hmm. not losing my original edge. If, if you understand what I'm saying, so it, it's been an evolution, if you will. Uh, it's been a learning experience and a and a and a evolutionary uh, type thing over the years. Um, so then I'm still constantly working at it, uh, and a lot of times I find myself reverting back when I'm working. Um, when I'm when I'm working on my own uh, and reverting back to you know my own style and it's you know and all of it's uh, sometimes being totally devoid of those commercial elements. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely um, something that's been totally it's been evolving over time. Okay. Well, that's awesome. It sounds like you've been working for years in the industry. So, um, I just I really applaud. It. I love good music. I'm not in the music industry, um, but I, I really love your music, and I love the fact that you've been able to do that. Is this going to be your first album that you're releasing? Um, I know you have a mixtape, but is this your first? Yes, yes. This is the first. Yeah, this is the first album. And mm-hmm. It's been four or five years in the making, so it has been a, uh, an, uh, an evolving thing too. Um, and uh, you know, I've been talking about that, and I've been pushing the, the the title and the album for a few, for actually a couple of years now. And I, and I, I think that people have really been anticipating it. But you know, just just uh, logistics and things, trying to find a proper distribution channel. Uh, but you know, in the, at the end, it's just giving me time. I think that the the product has evolved, and and uh, you know, it's kind of like like fine wine, like aged wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think sometimes the, the first album is usually a lot of times is an artist's best album because yep. of a situation like that where it's been like evolving over time and time and just kind of yep. fermenting, if you will. So I think it's kind of lent itself to being a you know a better product that it's. Taking so long for it to to come out, so uh, yeah. If you're not familiar with the mixtape, I definitely encourage you to check out Finding the Cody Graves. I will steer her towards the mixtape because she loves good music just like we love good music. Thank you so much, Chandra. Yeah, yeah, and Rob, I will say the music does not sound five years old. I would have never guessed that you. I know. Together five years ago. So thank you, and I look forward to meeting um, all your cousins since you're the least talented. Right, that's <laughs> Who are <what> you <laughs> Exactly. Who are they? <laughs> thank you so much. Well, we just got to. Okay. Thanks, Chandra. Thank you. All right. Good night. Yeah, Chandra. She. That's my girl. She is very, very, very sweet. All right, Tony. So. You going to take this show on the road? What's going on? We're going to expect you to hit Atlanta. You know, Carla's representing from Philly. Chandra's representing right. from Delaware. I'm holding down the ATL. When can we expect you to be coming through? Well, we're actually uh, putting together plans. We are I haven't started the routing of it uh, at this point, so I don't have any dates. But okay. it is... Um, it is imminent. Um, I am making the first showing in March at the South by Southwest Music Conference in Austin. Oh, March nineteenth, awesome. I will be be performing at Red Seven uh, Club Red Seven in Austin on Six Eleven 
East 7th Street in Austin, 1 o'clock a.m. Saturday night, the 19th, South by Southwest. And I'm headlining the showcase. Uh, And then after that, who knows? So I do plan on a a, a U.S. tour coming up Mm -hmm. soon. So just keep your eyes open. All right, Tony, we have another call for you. Let's go to line 3489. Welcome to Ice Cream Conversations. You are on the line with the world-famous Tony Williams. Hello? Hi. Hey. Hey, Hey, what's up, Tony, man? This is uh, Shy, man. I I just uh, hit you up on Twitter. Who is this? I just want Shy, Shy McFly. Oh, Oh, hey, what's up, man? Shy? Man, nothing much, man. I just wanted to tell you, man, I really do appreciate your music and, uh, you know what I'm saying, from the college dropout from here in uh, Spaceships, you know what I'm saying, it really inspired me to really do music and take it real serious and actually put passion behind it, you know, uh, early on, you know what I'm saying, just from hearing that uh, just from hearing that one song, you know, it really did inspire me. And I just wanted to know, um, how do you make such soulful music without stepping in uh, someone else's footsteps? Mm, great question. When you say without, what do you mean when you say without stepping in somebody's footsteps? Without without mimicking somebody else, how do you make such original ah. soulful music without mm. without duplicating somebody else's sound? Ah, that's a very good question. Yes, it is. But first of all, yeah, but first of all, that's like one of the biggest compliments and most one of the most rewarding things of what I do is when, you know, when when somebody when a fan, you know, reaches out and says that you know that you know you were in an inspiration, you know, that's like, that's basically what we live for, as I know I do. So mm-hmm. first of all, thank you for for that. Oh, uh, no Shai, problem. Shai's one of my followers on Twitter, so I do interface with him regularly. Um, so I really appreciate you calling in. Um, but as far as that is that there's really nothing original, <laughs> you know, and so, you know, from a, from a, you know, if I were from a given advice standpoint, you know, I study. There's a lot of people I study, um, and and it's about studying and gleaning from those people that inspire you, and and taking a little bit, you know, from each of those people, and then just making it yours. You know, so if you listen, you know, people. I'm sure if you listen to enough of my music, you can actually hear those influences. Um, you know, if you if you listen close enough. Um, and a lot of things I do are direct bites of people that inspired me, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just about you taking it and making it yours, though, about you owning it. I take a little bit from all the people that inspired me. And it's, it's like you can only put out, it's like you can only regurgitate what you intake. So if you don't mm-hmm. study it, if you don't ingest it, you can't regurgitate it. So it's about just having a daily, a diet of, you know, Different, you know, kinds of music, different influences, and and then you know when you when you regurgitate it, it comes back out. It, uh, it's you. It's, it's no longer them. It becomes you. So that's how that's done. But yeah, I, I mimic lots of people, from hmm. writing style to, to to vocal style to arranging style to yeah, all, all the time. Well, well, awesome. to me, sir, honestly. Honestly, your music, man, is is like no other. You know what I'm saying? From when I first heard the college dropout, and I and I pressed the next song and came on to to spaceships. You know what I'm saying? It was like no other. You know what I'm saying? And right. to me, your your style is like no other. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate Aww. that, man. I'm glad to have that kind of effect. That's a huge compliment. Yes, 
That is yes, awesome. Sir. Thank you so much for calling, Shy. We really appreciate I, you. Yeah, you need to connect with us as well because if you're making music, I will make time for you on this tel- on this show here. So we are ice yes, ice cream combos. Yes. Okay? Start following us because we're all about supporting, all right? Yes, ma'am. All right. Thanks for calling Thank again. Thank you. Have a good night. All right, no problem. All right. Oh, I like him. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> okay, so I would also like to know if you could change anything about the industry because Shy, you know, brought up a lot of good points. If you could change anything about the industry itself, what would it be? <laughs> That's a tricky question. Um, times have really changed, and I remember as a as a as a singer, as an R and B, I can remember during the day. I can remember a time when like uh like rap artists would like hit up singers and be like, Man, can I get eight bars on a song, you know? And it's like it's turned all the way around. Now it's like singers like hitting rappers like, Man, can can I can I get on a hook or something, you know? Because the industry has just really changed. And I I just think that a lot of it's come at the expense. That's why I was so excited. And I know uh probably contrary to what a lot of people are saying, but the Grammys was so refreshing to me this year, especially yeah, when yeah. Esperanza following one new artist. And I was like, yes, they got it right this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people were at home like, like, who? Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but that's like pointing back into the dark. And, and my thing is, um, I don't like to be anti, but but commercial music, I think, has gotten where it is at the expense of. And I think that mm-hmm. all kind of music, from hip-hop to rap music to R&B to soul, I think that it should be able to all coexist harmoniously. But I just think that that hip-hop and that certain type of music got to where it is at the expense of so many other kind, kinds of music that, doesn't get attention anymore, and I think that was a travesty. And I think yeah. because I think I think because of that, there's a whole generation of young people that I mean I mean you're 25 now and you might want to be you might listen to to uh, to turn your swag on, but in 30 mm. years when you think back, man, I want to listen to the music that inspired me growing up. Are you going to want to hear turn my swag on? I don't think uh, so. Negative. And I think that. Exactly. So I think that because it, I can always go back and be like, man, you know, I can, I, I just feel like hearing some good oldies, the stuff that inspired yep. me growing up. Let me put on some Marvin Gaye. Let me put on some Al Green. Let me put on some Aretha Franklin, you know. Right. And Dang it's word. like I think that we have a whole generation of people that think that all that exists is uh, is teach me how to Dougie. And I think that mm. that's a travesty. <laughs> So, everybody love you know, it. Everybody love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I think I, I think that, and I don't want to sound anti that no. kind of music, but it's just such a, it's so bad that that type of music was able to get to that level at the expense of really good, real yeah. music that yeah. is that is mm-hmm. la- that is lasting music. So that's what I want to do with with my album. Is I hope to to, and I think that I have a vehicle in that. I have a a fan base that I've been able to amass by virtue, uh, like Shy that just got off the call, 
uh, a generation of, of listeners that associate me because of my work with hip-hop and rap music. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I can, I want to present something to them, and now that I have their attention, I can pull them into it. Let me give you some, let me show you who the world-famous Tony Williams really is, though. This is yep. where I come from. This is where I drew this from. And, and let me draw this, let me drop this on you so that you, let me get you pointed in the, in this direction and, and remind okay. you, you know, that this is music, you know. So That's right. Basically, uh, I hope I answered your question, and I hope I didn't get into a rant. But, oh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Trust me, nobody can out-talk Zavi. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm holding <laughs> <Okay>. back. <laughs> I'm I, holding I, back. Girl, you stupid. But you know what? You did mention um your mixtape, Finding Dakota Gray. Okay. So I want to go ahead and play my favorite track off of that mixtape. It's called Amazing, Amazing. Uh, okay, okay. All right. So let's jump into that one.
amazing, so amazing. <laughs> Tony, you yes, be jamming. Ma'am. You be straight jamming. Ah, uh, thank yeah. you, Bob. You, you killed him with the falsetto. Oh, no. I said, like, get it now. <laughs> Not the falsetto. I said, don't hurt him, Tony. Don't hurt him. <laughs> I love it. Tony, this has been, I would say, our best show yet. I thank you so much. No, no. We are so sincere right now. Carla, you so sincere. Yes, I'm very sincere. It was so much fun. So, so much fun. Yes. Now, Tony, let everyone know where they can find you. Well, you can find me at my website, which is theworldfamoustonywilliams.com. It's simple. Mhm, And that will take you everywhere else you need to be. But just to be on the safe side, in case you got a short memory, it is Friday night. You might be drinking a puff puff passing. We'll go ahead and make sure we have it up on the Ice Cream Conversations website. So <laughs> we'll keep you connected with Tony as well as keep you up to date on when his album will be released and any new music he has coming out. Again, I want to thank you again for blessing us with your talent, with your voice, with your wonderful personality. Um, Thank you very much. So you've just been a blessing to us. Yes, sir. So when the album comes out, y'all going to have me back on? Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. (laughs) That's that's already a done deal. That is already a done deal. You just let us know when, where, how we can help, and we are in your corner. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I just want to give a shout-out and a thank to all my fans that tuned in, especially those that called in and everything. I appreciate everybody's support. Uh, Please stay up with me. Please go out and support the album when it comes out. Support independent releases and support live music, too. Yes. You know, keep real music alive. It it depends on people supporting it, making purchases, going Mm -hmm. out to shows. And, yeah, so I appreciate all the support from all the fans out there. I really appreciate it. I always tell people, Tony, when they start complaining about bad music, I always ask them, what's the last good album you did support? Right. You know, if you want good music, you have to support the artists putting out good music. Right. So, again, Tony, thank you so much. We wish you many blessings with the new album. Make sure you come back and visit us once it drops because we do have you on tape, and I can play it back to you or send you a copy of it if need be, okay? (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, Tony, so have a good night. And before you go, we have one last question for you. What? Okay. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, man, that's an easy one. I only eat one. It's a uh, bluebell uh, pecan pralines and cream. There oh, it is. That's the only one I eat. Bluebell ice cream. That's an easy one. <laughs> well, thank you again, Tony, and good yeah, night. You. And we will be in touch. All right. Had a blast. Talk to y'all later. All right. Oh, well, good night. Let's go ahead and get into another jam that um, the first time that I connected the dots on uh, Mr. Tony Williams mm-hmm. was when I heard this song right here.
open I take control, they can't hold it, it's so nerd I take a sip of that yak, I wanna I take a hit of that shit, got me stuck But really what's amazing is how I keep blazing Towel under the door, smoking to the days And puff, puff, the past, I'm still rotating Hypnotic for Henny, that's just a chaser Turn nothing to something, that's pimping, that's a savior Best things I dream, that pimping gets your paper High off the ground, instead of skyscraper Cool out, thinking we local, come on homie, we major We major? Come on homie, we major We major? Come on homie, we major, we major Come on, homie, we made you, we made you. Come on. Feeling better than some shit on a Sunday afternoon. Better than a chick that say yes too soon. Until you have a daughter, that's what I call common. You pray to God she don't grow breast too soon. Projects toe up, gang signs stone up. This half broke off, that's how we grow up. Why else you think shorties write rhymes just to blow up? Get they first car and then IRS show up. He ain't never had shit, but he had that nine. Come through thickin' and he had that shine Put two and two together in a little bad weather Gonna be your whole family on that funeral line That's the Reverend was a strip club cool If my kids help send a pretty girl through school That's all I want, like winos want they good whiskey I ain't in the clan, but I brought my hood with me You must better do your job and roll up And watch how we roll up And I take control of can't hold it, it's so nerd I take a sip of that yak, I wanna... I take a hit of that shit, got me stuck But really what's amazing is how I keep blazing Towel under the door, smoking to the days And puff, puff the past, I'm still rotating Hypnotic for Henny, that that's a chaser Turn nothing to something, that pimpin', that's a savior Best things I bring, that pimpin', get your paper High off the ground, instead of skyscraper Cool out, thinking we local, come on homie, we major We major? Come on homie, we major We major? Come on, homie, we major, we major. Come on, homie, we major, we major. Come on, homie, we major. I heard the beat and I ain't know what to write. First line should it be about the to the ice. Four foes of black price, four flows to be nice. Rap about big paper on a black man flight. At the studio console, ask my man to the right. What's his first sound like? Should I freestyle or write? He said, nah, it's what the fans want is ill, Maddox still. Look at it, pad a pin sale, and got it what I feel. Been like 12 years since the first time. Now I'm a free agent, and I'm thinking it's time to build my very own motel. Cause rappers be surprised of executive nine to five. And it hurts to see these companies be still in the light. And I love to give my blood, sweat, and tears to the mic. So y'all cop the LPs and y'all fiends got dealt. I'm Jesse Jackson on the balcony when King got killed. I survived the lava the round. Lasted longer than more than half of you clowns. Look, I used to cook before I had the game took. Either way, my chains came like Sam Buck. Well, 
Homie, fuck who now? Thinking we local. Come on, homie, we major. We major? Come on, homie, we major. We major? Come on, homie, we major. We major. Come on, homie, we major. We major. Oh, oh, oh. Feeling now than I ever felt before today. A battle ain't never be for you. Can I talk my right nuts again? Can I talk my nuts again? I can't believe I'm back up in this. I'ma be late though. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna wear. Yeah. The rock is definitely in the building. The music definitely in the building. I gotta say what's up to Tony Williams. Tony On the Williams. It's same crap music, don't you agree? Don't you agree? I agree, Kanye. Uh. And John Bryan on the keys right now. And Warren Campbell on the keys right now. So they asked me. Why you call it late registration, yeah? Cause we taking these, we taking these back Go ahead. If you know this part right here If I had sound effects going on in the background, I apologize in advance. I was in here going, and I had one hand in the air. Like, you know, you just you're making the ugly face, the stinky face. Yeah, I was about to say, I know your face was bald. Uh, I know what you was doing. Girl. And every time Kanye say, I got to give it up for Tony Williams, he sounds Yay. so lovely. Wouldn't you agree? I always say, yes, yes. Kanye, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Yo, I have been doing that for years, no matter where I hear that song, when he says that, I always say, yes, Kanye, I agree. Tony Williams sounds great. <laughs> yeah, he does. He definitely does. I mean, oh, man. Awesome. Great. Yes, very awesome. I learned so much between the two of you, too. Like, I'm just sitting back, taking everything in. Oh, mm. girl, 
I was like, all right, let me go ahead and get my writing craft up. Because, you know, when you're trying to draw from inspiration and people don't be inspiring, you know, you're not some kidding. <laughs> you know what? I just, nah, you got to No, you I know what you're saying him. now. You know, you got to love him. We got to show him love because it's rare that you find someone with that much experience, you know, and seeing what he's, he's, he has seen mm-hmm. going where he has been and for him to remain that humble and to be oh. that talented, that's major. Yeah, he's so awesome, Mike. Oh, man, I had so much fun. I can't wait till he comes back. I know. Okay, so it's time for your entertainment report. All right, girl, it's been a slow week in entertainment, so we just going to have to make up some stuff as we go along the line. <laughs> Like, well, you know, um, Sierra and um, what's her name, Carrie Hilson, they was fighting at um, a club down in southwest Atlanta. And um, Carrie had Sierra's shirt off and her cup fell. And I'm kidding. (laughs) Sad, 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 sad sad news to report. Elder Barge is back in rehab. Girl, that just broke my heart. When I heard that, I was like, no. Yeah. But Especially when he, he was making such a strong comeback He was, but that's the thing about having an addiction It always, always, always follows you Is um is Drake and the Dream singing too loud in the background for you? Because they seem like they're trying to A little bit, a little bit, um, little bit You know what I'm saying? Hold on now They need to go ahead and take that down a bit Me trying to steal my thunder Okay, so <laughs> Girl, you know how they be doing. But anyway, um, I'm just, I was heartbroken because he was one of the people I was rooting for. But I do understand that once you have, like I said before, once you have an addiction, a lifelong addiction. Mm-hmm. Anything can trigger you and set you back. It's just, oh, yeah. you know. But he did um say in a statement to disappoint my fans, but it's necessary for me to take the time to work on me so that I may continue to share my music and my story with everyone. I thank everyone in advance for their prayers and wishes and hope that they will respect my privacy during this time. And, you know, I'm just like, oh, God, I just yeah, And I hope they respect this privacy, too, because, I mean, it, you know, I think it takes a lot, you know, you got to kind of commend him for even taking those steps because so many people, you know, so many addicts, you know, are in denial and pride. Pride. I'm telling you, think about it. You came out, you told everyone how you, you turned your life around, you got clean and then you relapsed. That is hard. Could you imagine how, like, oh my gosh, that, that just has to be so embarrassing you know, to have to do in the public eye. Like, you know, people like us, we have a lot of things we go through in our, in, you know, in our personal lives, but it's in private. To have to do it right. in the public eye, that had to be hard. So despite whatever he's going through, I commend him for doing it. Right, exactly. That's that's definitely how I feel. And, I, and I'm, like, behind him. I wish him all the luck, and I wish him well, and I hope, you know, a speedy recovery and all, because it's 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 a... You know, some people will say, you know, this is a whole different topic, probably a whole different show. But, you know, some yeah. people actually say it's a disease, so. It know. is, but you know what, Carla? Like maybe we can address that in a later show, but oh, you're yeah. right, because that is yeah. something that needs to be addressed. Oh, yeah. So, um, in our uh, When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong files, 
Little Kim. Mm, mm, mm. Little Girl. Kim. When mm. keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> Kim need to go sit down. Girl. Please go sit down. Kim need to have a seat on the back of the bus in Black History Month. Have a seat. <laughs> um, the Queen Bee released her mixtape, uh, Black Friday, in February on a Monday. Um, she went to her Twitter page and thanked everyone because she said her mixtape sold 113,000 copies in 28 hours on PayPal, making her the number one seller ever on PayPal. If you do a little bit of quick math, basically she's saying that she made over $1 million via PayPal in 28 hours for a mixtape. Now, we can go ahead and dissect this, but you know I'm not a hater. You know what I'm saying? We could dissect it and talk about how is she selling selling a mixtape with other people's uh, beats on it. We could start there. Yeah, um, definitely start there. That's where I was going at it. But, you girl. Know. Okay. Secondly, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into how this mixtape is actually going to be mailed. Uh, it's not a digital yes. download. Child. Yes, yes, yes. I wasn't even thinking of that. It's girl. not a digital download. So when she paid for just shipping, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. What is she doing? Sure. At roughly two dollars, uh, uh, you know, when and now the fact that it's a physical CD, if she's going to do it professional in any way, shape, or form, then she has to worry about pre- you know the pressing of the mixtape. So when we start to yeah. all that, not to mention when PayPal take their fees off, because PayPal a beast about getting their fees up front. No, oh, that's right. Uh, I just don't know, but. You know, hey, if she did sell 113,000 copies, more power in Chavez. Do you? Because I'll be happy as all easy to sell 113 copies of anything. Hours, okay. So I'm gonna let her be great with that story. Yeah. And other uh, on and on about that. Yeah. Now another person who um should be added to when our keeping a real good wrong file, Eddie Griffin. He was on the Lopez Tonight Show last night. Mm-hmm. This fool came out of his mouth talking about our beautiful first lady and said he wanna buck Michelle Obama. Guys, girl, how? First of all, we should we're talking about Eddie Griffin today. Like that in itself is just funny because, like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. But him, to me, on a serious note, he was so, that is so disrespectful. I mean, and for you to get on national television and for you to actually say that, I I, I would expect an apology soon. Not even, let's not even start tapping into him feeding into a stereotype of this is what the black man thinks of the black woman, despite what type of position she, this is the first lady of the United States and you just said straight off the bat, you want to buck her, real, real. Cause she, cause she beautiful, and then doing all the smacking on the butt mo- movements and all that. Really, yes. that's how we gonna do this on Black History Month. Yo, unbelievable! I couldn't believe it. It's a disgrace. There, there are certain comedians, and you know, I always got jokes for any occasion. But there are certain comedians who kind of blur the lines of being funny and just being downright ignorant. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. a fine line that gets crossed quite often, but true comedians know how to make it work for him. So I'm just going to let um, Eddie be great and just say that um, that did not work for him. No, not at all. 
um, yeah, there was a rumor floating around that uh, Sierra had got dropped from her record label, and everybody was wondering whose uh, backstage pass did she steal to get to the Grammys? I thought that was <laughs> butted. <laughs> but uh, she went to her uh, Facebook page, and she basically wrote a letter to her fans saying that the rumor about her being dropped from her label is false. However, she does want out of her contract. Um she basically cited it to things that anybody on a major label has experienced or is going through at some point in time, mm-hmm. you know, that they don't care about her project. They're not putting anything behind it. But the thing is, with these labels, when you start getting cold or lukewarm, they start packing up your office space. Wow, yeah. Sierra made, yeah, and she made several mistakes. The biggest mistake was cutting her ties with Jazzy Faye. That was number one. Number mm-hmm. two was impersonating an, a Kardashian and trying to go Hollywood. Okay, that's mm-hmm. not you, Vivil. Not, <laughs> not at all. ATL no. chick. Be an ATL chick. Yeah. That's what people loved about her was her homegirl appeal. Right. That's true. Okay. That's true, guys. Um, the last thing was turning her one-time entertaining dance moves into an audition tape for Magic City. I don't need to see you popping and twerking in every single video to a terrible song. Even yeah. strippers know to come out to the right song. That's how yeah. they make money. <laughs> Word. That's true. That is also true. Yeah, she, it's just odd to hear. Well, it's not odd, but it just seems like more and more artists, um, you're seeing more and more, and I guess this Chrono artist come mm-hmm. out um, yeah. about Lupe. the label. Yeah. Hey. Lupe came yeah. out. Nas wrote that letter to Def Jam. Told the least my shit. Stop playing with me. Yes, that was the, and that was the ultimate. Like that was the best. But it's just sad. I mean, you know, once again, here we go. But mm-hmm. well, you know, the Grammys was last Sunday. Yes. And um, Tony mentioned earlier about Esperanza when mm-hmm. she won that Best New Artist. Oh Lord, you could hear the. Who across the country? <laughs> yes. You can hear it across the country, but this is my problem I have with the whole thing with Esperanza. Mm-hmm. People went in on her relentlessly for her being talented and for her winning an award. Is it Esperanza Spalding's fault that you don't know who the hell she is? That's, and or is that's, it your it, fault? Yeah. For not expanding your musical taste. Pretty much. Yeah, I thought that that's horrible. I mean, just because we might not know someone, you know, because I'm one of those people, you know, doesn't mean they don't deserve that they're not talented and they don't deserve to be rewarded for it. Exactly. Exactly. So, and my thing, and I heard the little Biebers went crazy and went to her Wikipedia page saying stuff like she just need to die and all that. Yeah, and that's horrible. See, that's when you go too, that's too much and going way too far. Beyond the call of duty. Yep. Yes. Here, this is supposed to be the greatest moment, you know, possibly of her life. Mm-hmm. And, and they steal it from her. Yeah, I hate that. I, I really hate that. Mm. Yeah, so. um, Congratulations to her because she put it down. Hey, yeah. She put in the hard work and it paid right. off. That's right. Apparently, someone knew who she was just because it wasn't you. Don't take away from her talent or her gifts. So, congratulations to you, Bill. Do you, girl? <laughs> yeah. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta, the dramaticals uh, continue. Nene 
went to her blog and she said that the housewives had formed an alliance against her as if she was that important. Right. An alliance don't need me. An alliance. Oh. I'm like, are you okay. on Survivor, Boo Boo? You getting your reality right. shows. You are clearly exactly. getting your reality shows crossed. But you know, Nene, she she's a glutton for dramatics and you know her you know, her and Star going at it on Celebrity Apprentice and I'm just starting to get the vibe that Nene just can't get along with nobody. Yep. It's I really it think I that's mean, what it's coming down to. Yeah, and it, it, and as far as I'm concerned, I mean, especially when Kim quote unquote your so called best friend, y'all fighting every time you turn around and I mean, sooner or later, girl Cynthia gonna be next. I don't know. Well, she did say, she did say Cynthia is the only one that is not in the alliance against her. So I'm guessing there must have been some clause in their friendship contract that said that Cynthia can't join the alliance. (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't know. Girl, yes, the contract. Yay! Never know because she did. He did sign it. Oh, yeah, she signed it. She tried to clown the girl, but that's the thing. Nene is not um, loyal to anybody, in my opinion. She yeah. has something to say about everybody, so, you know. It is, me. It Very is. jealous, but, you know. Yeah, it, it is, is what it is. is so. Yep. But huh, I guess that will conclude your entertainment report. Like I said, it was a dry week. Yeah. Don't get mad at me. That's all I gotta say. But let's go ahead and get into this other jam that I bet some of you didn't know that Tony Williams was getting his vocal swerve on. Check this one out. And I want to show you how you all look like beautiful stars
the beat, baby. Hot about the earth. She heat up the pavement. I don't give her baby. She crazy. I'm back for unpopular demand. Still popping in Japan, shopping in Milan, hopping out the van, friends from the van. GZ always knew he'd be on top again. And we bout to hit Jacob the jeweler, so I could be like Slick Rick and Roya. Dr. Martin Louis the King, Junior. And I'ma never let the dream turn to closer. My outfit's so disrespectful. You can go ahead and see, cause my presence bless you. I mean, we walk in and do so fabulous. Summer took me from my phallus And I know it's superficial and you say it's just clothes We'll be shopping in that motherfucker And they just froze To so go ahead and just pose When she walks up out the dressing room The store just froze And I know they try and get their cold back And them ghetto bitches hollering how you do that uh, So they could never say we never lived it And if I see Biggie tonight I love every minute Living like this for the rest of our lives Rick Ross when I woke up crying in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh dear Jesus. Oh God. Oh. You really going you, you really going uh one what, day. You really going one day. Not uh-huh. two day. Y'all gonna fall day. out. Y'all are gonna fall out. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> oh stop, because I I just got a visual. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got I done broke out in the hives. <laughs> well you stupid. Now it's time to say goodnight to all our ICC friends. Yes, remember that? Yes. (laughs) I'm Zavi. That's K Boogie. Oh, we got the line. We got the Yeah, we got to hook that up. Oh, don't don't play because you know I can spit a hot uh, four bars. Oh, all right. Spit a hot four. Look, not a hot (laughs) sixteen. I can spit a hot four. (laughs) No, I think you can do sixteen. I think I can. I can actually do on sixteen. You can see me. You see me going in on sixteen. Yeah, I got you on sixteen at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Look, while Tony playing, you know, he told the story about how he got on with Kanye. I'm about to write him and be like, so, um, you need somebody do a duet? Because, <laughs> you know, look, like uh, Gina said, you know, I got a voice that's good for ying 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 around the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, girl, please. You got more than that. Girl, you going to stop playing. <laughs> well, thank you all again for another awesome show. Yeah. Shout out to everyone in our chat room holding us down every night. Shout out to our callers, everyone listening by phone or online. Please don't forget to favorite our show and to download our podca- our podcast from iTunes. I was about to say our podcast. It's not good. Our <laughs> podcast from iTunes. Also, you can connect with us on Facebook. Our ice cream combos fan page be popping. Carla be keeping oh, yeah. up to date with all the latest hotness, as well yeah. as all the you know right. latest stories from the website. Um, you can oh, also go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Now I was just gonna say we're also now if you own a Kindle. Oh yeah. On the Kindle, we're available on Amazon Kindle. So yay. Yes. Ice cream conversations is now available on the Amazon Kindle. So yes. if you think just get fancy with us for, you know, one ninety nine a month. You know what I'm saying? Just get, <laughs> yes. get one happy meal. Okay? Just get one. Um also connect with us on Twitter. We are at ice cream combos. Also, don't forget to um, check out Tony at www.theworldfamoustonywilliams.com. Check out, you know, pick up his single on iTunes, Everything About You. Also, download his free mixtape, find the code of gray. You can also check out our new website, the www.icecreamcombos.com. Carla, as always, shout out to you, boo-boo, for holding me down. Oh, girl, you already know. Thank you. We had so much fun tonight. Yes, it was so awesome. Oh, so awesome. This, I think this is our best show yet, definitely. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Would have to agree with you, boo So, again, <laughs> thank you all. You know how to hit us up. You can email us at icecreamcombos at gmail.com, or you can give us a call at 678 Three seven nine three four four one. If you need us, don't call one o'clock in the morning talking about can you play my song because we not even going to. Okay. Don't have some look, have some etiquette about yourself. Yeah. Also, one more thing, I listed a bunch of indie artist tips on my Facebook fan page under Xaviera. 
If you are an independent artist, please go there and read those tips because I see people assassinating their own careers every day or choking the life out of it before it even begins. I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm just saying I've experienced the good side and the bad side. And the one thing that they always say, you got to take a lesson away from it. So I'm just sharing my lessons with you to try to help you uh, cut a few corners. Okay? All right. All right. Good night, guys. ICC. We all we got. Night.